most empowering podcast on the airways. It's real. It's raw. It's relevant. The Lifeline with Lady Leah. Are you ready to get your life on the line? Let's go. It's The Lifeline. Lady Leah, and you are watching, listening to the Lifeline with Lady Leah. I'm so glad you are back. Listen, it's going down today. Downtown Brown. (laughs) (laughs) It's going down. I am so excited about the guest I have here today. I'm talking about her like she's not right here in front of me, but she is so special, so amazing. I'm glad she's here, but we're going to get into that in a second. I want to say thank you to Triad Workspace, our sponsors today. Woo, Triad Workspace, y'all are the bomb. And Churchy Chick. Now, we got the commercials out the way. Let's get down to business. Kiva Napper is in the building. I'm so glad you're here. Glad to be here. I am honored. I am. I'm just feeling so many emotions right now. Um, We have known each other from a distance for many, many years. Many. But I feel like it's time for us to get up close and personal. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Listen, Kiva, I said this. Now, first of all, you doing the doggone thing. Ain't she, y'all? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We saw this week that you were were highlighted in Mm. the Greensboro News and Record. Yes, ma'am. That is so exciting. It is. So we're going to talk about why and how and all of those good things, Mm -hmm. but I just want to let everybody know that we think we know Kiva. <laughs> Kiva Brooks a Napper. But we're gonna learn a lot about you today. We're gonna get into get all in your business. As much now, as I as, let you. <laughs> as far as you let us go now, you yeah. feel like, oh wait, hold, stop right there. <laughs> yeah. But we know that, you know, you are the founder, the head honcho mm. of beautiful butterflies. Nonprofit foundation. Yes, ma'am. Amazing foundation that brings the awareness uh, for lupus mm-hmm. right to our doorstep. Mm-hmm. Has done so many amazing fundraisers. I was looking at your website and I was like, how is she doing all of this? Mm. So many amazing fundraisers and uh, so many programs that you are offering to our community for something that a lot of us don't know a lot about. Absolutely. And um, I want to talk a little bit about that. But first, before I get into that, mm-hmm. I want to just let everybody know that what they already know, that you are the daughter of the Bishop and Lady Brooks. I am their only daughter. Only mm-hmm. baby girl. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that. I can tell you spoiled. Uh no, maybe just loved. Uh. Extra loved. <laughs> Extra loved. You are a bishop's daughter. You are a musician's wife. Yes. You are so many things to so many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe now God has just opened uh, a bigger door for mm. you to be a blessing to our community at large. Mm. So let's talk about how it is being a bishop's 
daughter. Yeah. How many years you been a PK all since you came yeah. out the womb? Yeah. Um, was Bishop preaching before you? He was preaching. Yeah. Yeah. Before me, um, the same year actually, he got his license. The year that I was born, and he became a pastor when I was six weeks old. Girl, by yeah, all in the same year. So. I was born in. I didn't join in. I was born in. You listen. You was born in this thing. Mm-hmm. You got some weight in the game on this PK thing. Mm-hmm. How is it? I mean, even I don't know. My children are born into that PK mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But how is it? You know, it, I'm sure it's what you mm-hmm. make it. <laughs> well, how is it being a PK all of your life? Um, it definitely has its highs and lows, right. you know, such as life, right. as being a, a preacher, That's pastor's right. wife. Something. That's right. Um, but I think for me, yeah, the amazing thing is uh, the emphasis that my parents put on it. Yes. Um, oftentimes they, they kind of just covered us and made us, you know, not feel but so much pressure. Right. I think the church um, body tends to put a lot of pressure on PKs. They want us to appear a certain way, talk a certain way, act a certain way. We can't make any mistakes, you know. And my brother and I were far from perfect. You know, we got in trouble. Right. Um, We said things we weren't supposed to say. To the church folks. Uh, definitely to the church folks, <laughs> to everybody, to, to everybody. Uh, Is that Bishop's daughter, did she say that? Like, and yeah. I did. And, and there was a time when I said something, you know, in front of folks, and my yeah. dad had no problem smacking me in the mouth in front of everybody, you know, or even Come from the Bishop. pulpit. Yeah. If you are from Mount Zion, or if you know George Brooks, you know he has no problem <laughs> looking over his glasses. And oftentimes and from the pulpit, yeah. he would look over those glasses yeah. and that was my cue to shut up, you know. Like, so, okay, daddy ain't playing. Yeah, but um, it's it's been a thing. One thing I can say about yeah. my mother is she is full of grace. Gosh, yes. And so being able to be nurtured and covered by a woman of grace yes. has taught me over the years. And a lot of things I didn't understand as a child, right. I understand as not just a woman, but as a married woman, I understand that's why my mother did that, you know? So some of the things and some of the pressures that um, I hear some PKs talk about, it wasn't my issue. You didn't go through it. It wasn't my issue. Now, one thing that my husband always does uh, to us as a family, and I'm going to see if you you can amen me on that uh, with our boys and even myself, he uses us in his sermons. Oh, Absolutely. Y'all, absolutely, all the time. I mean, okay, so this is something we got to get used to, right? Absolutely, you are gonna be the subject of every or almost every sermon. I mean, to this day, daddy still. I'm forty three, and to this day, it could just. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Hey, daddy, uh, wait! I didn't know you was gonna tell that story. (laughs) Back up! Hold up! That's personal. To this day, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like um, you're a big part, as a PK, you're a big part of your dad's ministry, your mom's ministry, Mm -hmm. you and your brother. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's a blessing 
and it's it's a weight, um, but you don't have to carry it heavy. That's something that Lady Deb said. You, it's a heavy assignment, but you really don't carry it heavy. You make it look so easy mm. to be a BK. Yeah, and I also think uh, one one reason why you know you are you yeah. are a part of it is because yeah. you see what your parents go through behind the scenes. Oh gosh, you see the things that the church members don't see. You. Yes, you're there when they're getting the calls two and three o'clock in the morning. Yes, you have to go to the hospital and visit. The families you're there you know to watch other families and you have to cover and pray for families as yes, well yes um, even as a child you're still praying and covering so you know a lot of things <laughs> right and you have to this is something that's so important to me you yeah. have to operate in confidentiality now that's you know good. everybody that's good, didn't do that yeah and that is one thing that georgian and the brooks you know stand on is, they didn't play that no they yeah. didn't you know yeah. now if such and such comes to the house to talk to us mm-hmm. that's nobody's business you know we better not hear about this when you go back to church you know and i think uh in so leadership wise. everybody doesn't always stand on yeah. that yeah and i do yeah. think that that's very important that even though you see it and you know it you yes. don't talk about that because confidentiality is huge it's huge in what we do mm-hmm. uh, because people depend on us mm-hmm. they're leaning on us and they're um in their most vulnerable state mm-hmm. sometime when they mm-hmm. come to us and that's Awesome. That's mm-hmm. something that I definitely need to work on, Judah and Jordan, early <laughs> in these in these toddler mm-hmm. years, because that's when they really want to talk all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. So now, this is the one thing. Now we got the PK thing in common with the boys, but this is the thing we have in common that I am hype about. <laughs> we are both drummers' wives. <laughs> And we are. Come on, drummers' <laughs> wives out there in Instagram land and Facebook land. It's something special about a drummer, isn't it? It is. It is. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Hold <is>. up, Kiva. <laughs> so when you met, okay, Calvin Napper, a.k.a. Coon, mm-hmm. we don't know why they call him Coon. We all just call him Coon. There is a story behind it, but okay. I will say this, okay? Because um, every well, not everybody. He yeah. he plays for Maze, Frankie Beverly and Maze. But you make they, me happy. <laughs> you still do hey, the church club? Hey, you got a church hey, club? I, <laughs> Listen, he is a professional drummer. He is the Maze family. They do not call him Coon. What do they call him? Butter. Because uh, they say he plays smooth like butter. Come on here. So they don't call him Coon. Yeah, they yeah. Um, but we call him Coon at home, so. Yeah, and we, and that we, name is different. Okay. It's different thing. And they, you know, have to okay. that older generation, so they don't like that, that yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's true. And it started with his family. Yeah. I, I think. Um, yeah. And it, it was a, a child. Hood and, nickname. Yeah. I, I think it's so cool. <laughs> But it's, that's what we always known him as. Yeah. But now I oh, see yeah. he got other nicknames. But nobody else calls him that. So but what do you call him? Um, Boo? Babe. <laughs> Cal. Like Cal, babe. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes I call him by his middle name. Right. Um, a little bit of everything. Like, hey. Hey, boo. <laughs> do you ever play his drums at the house? I have. No, girl. I have. Are you good? No. <laughs> It takes a lot of coordination to play those drums. People don't realize you got to have that foot pedal. I can't. And look, my husband always talks about being in the pocket. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But I just, I mean, I can do the one. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. I can do that. But past that, trying no. to do all the rudiments. And, and I can talk a little bit of technical talk. but yeah. And I yeah. can say, you know, talk about a setup. And yeah. He's taught me, you know. A lot. The, but, mm-mm. After that, nothing. I can't play it. I can talk about it, but I can't play it. Now, look. Now, I my husband gave up the drums because, you know, he just got old and stopped practicing. And he Stop just got it. rusty. <laughs> He out there, so I better not talk about right. it too bad. You're not old. <laughs> you're not old, honey. You're not rusty. She didn't mean that. You're not rusty. <laughs> but um, <laughs> one thing, I always see the younger musicians' wives. Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of them deal with um, self-confidence mm. and um, trust and so many things with younger musicians' wives. Mm. What's a nugget you could give to the younger mm musicians wives that are like spazzing out you know <laughs> they can't do it they can't they can't hand they love the musician but they can't handle the everything that comes with it because it's a lot that come it it's is. almost like being married to a preacher really it, it, not almost it, yeah it's, it's, it's it is yeah yeah um and which is probably one of the things that helped me yeah because i grew up you know, in the pastor's home, and my you dad traveled, and yeah, yeah. So that was one of the things that kind of helped me, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the one of the nuggets that I would say is, you have to be mm-hmm. secure in who you are. That's not an option. Listen, it's not an option. That's um, deep. Because if you're not, every right. little thing will set you off. Because with musicians, they're they're groupies, not just in the world, but in church. And so you're going to have the women that you're going to have everybody always flocking to the pit. Yes. Always trying to see who's this, who's playing that. Now you talk. You know, so they're always around. And if you aren't confident in who you are. Every little thing is going to look like something else. Yes. Every little comment on social media is going to be it's interpreted to something else. So you have to be strong yeah. in who you are. Yeah. You have to yeah. be strong in your relationship and not be easily moved. Because if you are, you will constantly go to and fro. Listen, send your offering, musicians' <laughs> wives, to Kiva right now. Cash app her. Because uh, <laughs> that was good. It's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. And that's how y'all, how long y'all been married? 18 years. It'll be 19 this year. That's not by accident, okay? Mm-mm, girl, that's work. That is intentional <laughs> work to be married. We've been married 15 years this year. But... You know, after you cross that 10 year, mm-hmm. anybody that crosses that 10 year, I say, okay, they put in some work mm-hmm. because it, it takes two people that say, you know what? We're going to stay together. Mm-hmm. We belong together. There's mm-hmm. ups, there's downs, but we're going to stay together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you guys have done that. But like you said, you had the ultimate example, mm-hmm. that lady Brooks, mm-hmm. that lady Edna Brooks. Mm-hmm. Shout out to lady Brooks. Yay, Mom. We love you. <laughs> She is she is our example for pastors' wives in this community, really. Mm-hmm. She and there's so many ladies, but you know, Lady Brooks, she's just so touchable. Mm-hmm. She's always so sweet. She can get you together with a smile. All day, every day. Permanent smile, but getting you all the way together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her 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 life as a wife, her wife life is amazing. Mm-hmm. And she is an example, not only to you, but to all of us, you know, adopted daughters that she <laughs> that she gives nuggets to. And you you are you are wonderful at sharing your parents yeah. with the world. Yeah. 
I mean, all of us feel like we're connected in one way or another oh, yeah. to the Brooks family. Girl, <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that we've always been connected to the Brooks family, but watching you in this journey mm-hmm. um, has brought a deeper connection to your life mm-hmm. as a trailblazer, as a as a go-getter, um, as a woman who's determined not to let anything get mm-hmm. her down, mm-hmm. slow her down. You took lemons and really, literally made lemonade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I'm referring to is your journey with lupus. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to be transparent and say that I reached out to you mm-hmm. because in the past month or so, somehow I've met over seven ladies, I told you, mm-hmm. that have been diagnosed with lupus. Right. And I was just in shock about it, trying to figure out how in the world is this affecting so many of us African-American ladies. Mm -hmm. And the last lady I met, um, her mother literally broke down in tears Mm -hmm. at the journey of her daughter. And so let's talk about your journey with lupus when we come right back. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back, y'all. to the lifeline with Lady Leah. Follow our podcast at www.lifelinepodcast.com.